da, da, da. Hi, Heather Davis. How are you? <laughs> hey, Ryan Davis. I'm great. I'm excited to record this short little bonus episode with you. I uh, love talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't you weren't so into the gym rewatch. Not, it, was, not, it was fucking terrible. It oh was yeah, so yeah, it bad. And All I'm right. sad. I had really, really positive <laughs> memories. Uh, did you? <laughs> I did. I did. Okay, so Jim. Mm. For those of you who don't know. <laughs> was basically created to sell toys um it was uh an animated cartoon uh aimed at kids it ran from 1985 to 1988 they had 65 fucking episodes good god here's my version of the the synopsis record company co-owner jerica benton her alter ego pop star fashion icon gem (laughs) <laughs> and the adventures of her band. Plus, she manages a foster home and has a boring ass boyfriend. <laughs> Rival bands. His name is Rio. And he's boring as shit. Um, <laughs> Rival bands include the Misfits and introduced in season three, the Stingers. Oh, the Sting. I don't remember the Stingers. Uh. And say what you will about Jim, but let me tell you this, 100% Bechdel test approved. Like, they're never talking about dudes. Not hardly. I watched the pilot episode, and I watched Scandal. Which episodes did you watch? I watched most of the pilot episode. Oh, no. (laughs) I couldn't watch anymore. I couldn't watch watch anything else. I didn't even get to the end. She so, was like kissing Rio goodbye, and I was like, I know how this is going to end, and I just can't watch this. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, what do you remember about Jim? What what got you excited to rewatch this? Uh, I remembered um, hair, big hair. Yeah. Uh, I remember that she was truly, truly, truly outrageous. Um, mm-hmm. I remember bad girls i couldn't remember what their name was and then i was like alter ego question mark and i remembered that i definitely had the gem doll like the not barbie doll we had gem dolls because barbie clothes did not fit on gem dolls yes she said she only had her own outfit she only had one outfit wider she had wider hips i think and smaller maybe uh so I know that those two didn't go together. So, but her earrings lit just... up. I remember her earrings lit up. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's awesome. I just remembered uh, that that her earrings lit up. Let's talk a little bit about Jen, and mm. then let's talk about Barbie. That's not okay. good. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I didn't realize what a dramatic origin story Jim had. Right. Neither did I. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, and they just jumped right into that. I mean, it starts with the death of her father, and then it's like, Jim is Batman. Like, <laughs> she's got, like, a supercomputer that her dad built that's way better than Vicky the robot. And she's got, like, all this shit, like a Rolls Royce that's, like, 
crayon colored and yeah. like music recording studio and a bat a, cave and a ton of wardrobe <laughs> and i'm like why didn't she just sell all that shit to pay for the i don't know but i was laughing real hard when like they were using candles <laughs> you know, like shot. and man not only was rio like boring he was totally useless like yeah. they they had the plumbing they were doing the vacuuming and all he had to do was fix one wire he fixed the wire and fell off the thing and broke all broke the other everything shit. yeah yeah rio go get out of here you were he not did helpful. save them wow. from falling off the cliff Okay, yes, he was helpful in that sense. I did love that there was a literal, literal cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yes. yes. So good. <laughs> I love that she just has a boyfriend from the get-go. Like, it's like, it's not going to be a thing. Like, he's just here. He's like, there, no, yeah. You know, I mean, later, the Scandal episode, there is, like, a romantic subplot with her baby sister. But, um, yeah. Oh, okay, is there? The phrase, I would re-watch this just, like, drunk to, like, hear lines like it's an illusion and the way that they say it because it's real funny the way that they say it and then in the scandal episode they were like ha, we're gonna do this thing and one of the misfits is like they'll be devastated <laughs> the misfits are like a cartoon version of all female quiet riot like that is just <laughs> I, I don't was... know Ryan I gotta tell you can we talk about the music? Because I feel like they were they were so subtle. Their little music videos. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the song "Winning Is Everything" is really I about? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. It was hard to tell. I think there's a lot of um, context and metaphor that they use. Yeah. I just I feel like I could you know maybe I could write a thesis. Uh, using just misfits from gem songs yeah um, or, or just the, this is just the beginning like what <sighs> man i don't know <laughs> out of my way that was a hard one too like out of my way was so good because it made me think about the song by move by beyonce which starts move out the way i'm with my girls and we all need space <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> You know, Beyonce was watching some gym down there in Houston. She was growing up. That had to happen. Uh, she must have been, but oh my God, <laughs> so bad. I I mean, I'm like, what the fuck, question mark? Like, I'm really sad that you did not watch any other episodes because in Scandal, they introduce a British pop star named Sean something, and he has a Cockney scouse australian accent and he just keeps going through them all the time and i'm like why am i not an actor like i could have been an actor in the 80s like he was fine like just hire anybody was it like talking to me when i try to do an accent yes you could have been a voice actor in the 80s it's fine everybody you know like you 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 show up on time, you're done. You got it. <laughs> I thought all the clothes, the costumes, the hair, the makeup, all of that was really fun. And I loved the music videos that they would go into. I absolutely adored them. And I loved that in two of the ones that I saw, one in each of these episodes, uh -huh. um, Pizzazz, who is the leader of the Misfits, gets uh, real big and scary. Yeah, I did kind of like that, like when she became the giant football player, like. Yes. So like the incredible 50 foot woman or whatever. Like, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And that went like super fast, 
and they were just like super cuts and like it was all like Alice in Wonderland stuff every time where it was like yeah winners over here loser sitting in the chair like it was it was really fun so I enjoyed yeah I mean I think I went in expecting it to be absolute garbage so I was I think pleasantly surprised it was absolute garbage but it was also kind of entertaining <laughs> to me like so i watched this right after watching working girl and like uh, it was almost like watching a cartoon version of working girl oh that's funny yeah because of all the hair and makeup <laughs> like the giant hair yeah. and, and that's all why... the makeup it was just like yeah. it's like an animated version of like all of those secretaries yeah <laughs> it was just like jesus christ <laughs> not to that's all right yeah no no i mean so gem was introduced as like is competition their hasbro's gem was was up against mattel's barbie and the rockers yes and um oh i remember barbie and the rockers i think i had uh that barbie too i think we did yeah i kind of remember they had like maybe a TV special or something, but they um, actually discontinued the gem dolls because rather than driving sales like it would now, because everybody's got money and spends it on everything, um, it actually cut back on sales of both gem and Barbie. Like people like people had to choose. Oh, so, like instead of having both and it was like people were picking either or since then. At various comic cons, people have reproduced the gem dolls mm. and they sell out and cost over a hundred dollars each. So some people really, really still like Jim. <laughs> I did Google the dolls to see, like, because I could only kind of vaguely remember what she looked like. And like some of the ones I looked at were very terrible. Oh, or yeah. in terrible oh. condition. Yeah. Well, no, the reproductions. I don't think people are paying that for the original dolls. I mean, they might be, but... I don't know. Maybe the ones I saw were reproductions, too. But, yeah. And it looks like they're actually making new ones, or maybe that's people doing reproductions. I don't know. But I didn't I didn't go too yeah, far down, down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, did you know that there was a live-action version of Gem released in 2015? <laughs> no, I didn't. I watched the trailer. Oh, Jesus. It looks so bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> it looks like if you took a Mandy Moore movie and tried to make it like a little punk rock. Like, it looks so bad. Apparently, it was only in theaters for like three weeks and then they oh, yanked it. God. Because <laughs> it did so poorly. Wow. Um, but What's it doesn't it? even look bad enough to like enjoy. Like it just looks it looks bad. terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. I hate myself yeah. for watching this. Yeah. For wasting yeah. time when I could have been asleep or <laughs> doing, doing anything else. Anything else like doom scrolling on the toilet. I don't know. <laughs> well, that and like it, it tried to place it more in like a reality where it was like they lived with their aunt and they didn't have a whole foster home full of girls. Like there were just the two girls that were fostered by the aunt and they had money, but they didn't have magic. Like none of that, <laughs> as far as I could tell, none of that exists. Maybe that there was wasn't a magic, Heather. That was technology. Oh, I'm sorry. They, I don't know how much holographic. So it seemed like they took a lot of, they tried to make it more like teen girl bullshit, like 
now we're famous and you're famous and you're more famous and we hate you and that kind of, I mean, it's just like, why? Yeah. Like, just yeah. make it like that. It's like fucking Ghostbusters. Like, just make it fun like the original. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> there's no reason. Like, you don't need to make it something that we would accept now. Clearly, do Dirty Dancing and just go back and remake it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's all I got. But... I do want to give a shout out to our buddy Greg, um, who probably listens to the podcast and uh, is celebrating the Barbie movie and his birthday. Yes, I got my I got my job assignment. I got three options to choose from. So, yes, our friend Greg for his birthday is uh, created a Facebook invite. And, you know, as soon as you said you were going, he so he has this giant spreadless sheet of everyone who's going and every person has three job options to choose from that they are supposed to dress as in Barbie fashion to go to the Barbie premiere at the historic Kentucky Theater. Um, And so my options are campaign manager is option one. Uh-huh. Train conductor is option two, and <laughs> option three, which probably should have been option one, but pastry chef. Ah, well, maybe he wanted to give you a chance to break out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I was totally in love with that concept, and then you added spreadsheet to it, and now I'm having little. <laughs> It's I'll like send you a screenshot week, of the spreadsheet. Last week, there were people who visited and they were talking about the new roommate and he's great because he's only there like some of the time because he works for, I don't remember, the United Nations or something important and he's gone a lot of the time. And someone was describing him and said, well, he got his master's degree at the London School of Economics. It was like... I didn't think that anyone would ever say anything again that would make me want to fuck them. And hearing that someone has a master's degree from the London School of Economics, I would sleep with you. Like, (laughs) I'm told this child is not interested in me at all, but I was just like, you know, my little ovaries, like, put up their feelers, like, what? (laughs) And making a spreadsheet for a party, ovary feelers, beep, beep. Also happening in Lexington, Kentucky, to celebrate Barbie, our friend Megan has rented out to do a private screening. So we're a little bit excited about Barbie movie, and our friends are real fucking excited. (laughs) Yes, and Ben's family is really not excited about it, and I don't know enough about the movie to understand why. Yeah, we're not sure about the conservative backlash lash yeah Yeah. i mean because they buy their daughter barbies so i'm not it's not just a barbie thing and i don't want to find out enough about the movie that i'm like i I just want to go in pleasantly surprised and enjoy what's happening so i haven't watched any trailers or read anything about it they were they were very upset last night when i mentioned it at dinner and like we will not be watching that movie (laughs) oh okay whatever People need to get a grip. Uh, so what are some of your Barbie memories, Ryan? Uh, what are some of my Barbie memories? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll just publicly admit that I probably played with Barbies and t- like up until I was even in high school. Okay. <laughs> so. Why? Something I can talk. Why? I don't know. I mean, I think just because 
um, putting clothes on them or no, like, like, like putting clothes on them. It wasn't just like, I'm going to be a fashion designer and make clothes for my Barbies. No, it was like actively playing with and, you know, in a fit. And I think, it, you know, short answer, I was not a very happy teenager. I felt very excluded from the experience uh, experiences of normal teenagers. Um, I felt like there was a lot of like normal and normal by like the fucking movies I watched and music I listened to and media that I consumed as to what was a normal uh, teenage experience. And then there was definitely like things that I like couldn't do, right? Um, when my friends and I would like get together and play and whatever. So I think it was like a way for me to like li- not live in a fantasy world, but be in a fantasy world where I could, you know, maybe act out some of the things that I felt like I m- was missing in the moment, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the same as a child, like, you know, I'm going to be Jennifer Grey, but on this, you know. Yeah. So if you play with Barbie <laughs> as an adult or a teenager, it's okay, but you might want to find someone to talk to, too. Yeah. <laughs> You might be clinically depressed. You never know. Uh, it's worth finding out. Um. <laughs> I, I 100% was clinically depressed. I, I, man, Barbie and I have a sordid history, I will say. There was the time that w- the year we lived with our grandparents and our cousin, dad's parents. Mm-hmm. And I guess our grandfather found my Barbies in a compromising position, unclothed. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I was in fourth grade. And so mom and he told mom. Uh-huh. And uh, so then she tried to have a sex talk with me. Okay. And uh, that that's something I remember. And something. And she said something about like her and dad. And I was like, oh, my God, I know you've had sex at least twice. Stop talking to me. There was that, and uh, those are the unpleasant memories. Other than that, Barbies are crazy. I mean, that was, for me, that was like Barbie. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you just make Barbie have sex? Like, to me, that's what Barbies are for. Make the Barbies have sex. Like, Oh, yeah. Cut their hair really badly and, like, lose half their clothes and make them have sex with each other. And then, like, I had no... I, I know that we played... I know we had, like, some kind of version of a Barbie dream house... I think we had a Barbie car. Yeah. I know I was in at some point, but also I feel like I grew out of that. Yeah. Early on. So not sure when. No, but. I was very, yeah. You were definitely not as into Barbie as I was. And I do remember that anytime I bought a new Barbie, she instantly became my favorite Barbie. <laughs> and I always had more Barbies than Ken. It was always like one Ken to like five Barbies or six Barbies. Yeah, like we didn't have like all the stuff, but I remember making water beds out of like Ziploc bags filled with water. I'm done. I'm done. I just want to give a shout out to a couple of um, awesome listeners who, oh, she's really gone, who have been engaging with us on Instagram. My buddy Angie commented that every movie that she's watched lately fails the Bechdel test and uh, totally get that, totally hear it. I recommended that she check out Nicole Holofcener. I might be saying that right. Anyway, she is um, a director and uh, every movie that she 
uh, directs passes the Bechdel test with flying colors. And then also Joe from Lexington, Kentucky, I presume he knows Ryan, um, commented about Ghostbusters and that he says it may be strange as a white guy, but as a child, I remember thinking of Winston as the everyman surrogate that was supposed to represent me in Ghostbusters. And so, yeah, so thanks for engaging with the pod, you guys. We appreciate it. We obviously are not perfect people. So if you've got stuff to say to us, we would love to say stuff back. (laughs) But for this, uh, a more inclusive conversation than just the two of us talking to each other in a closet. So that's it for this special bonus episode. Check out Jim if you want. Don't check it out if you watch the 2015 movie. I don't know. Give us a drunk recap of it. It looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> and we will just catch you- buy the shirts from Torrid and have your like nostalgia moment, but don't go back and rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.